For those who know what's right. For those wedded to the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame through compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who've sacrificed relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Base Agenda. 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 What up, Doug? This is Will Simpson, also known as DJ Omega, and you're listening to Base Agenda. doing welcome to base agenda episode 234 a week later than planned but we made it in the end really proud uh, really pleased as well to have uh, will simpson aka dj omega on the show this month dominating the first couple of hours one of the primary ghetto tech talents to come out of detroit had a number of hiatuses in his career and every time he's come back he's upped his game and in most recent times he's come back using his own name will simpson to record some much deeper, more minimal, more thoughtful, and for my money, top quality, really interesting music. A lot of talk about Detroit in this one. For those of you really interested in the culture, where a lot of this music comes from. Plus a huge amount of great tunes, going right back to his early days producing Ghetto Tech in the 90s. Right the way up to his most recent release, came out a couple of weeks ago. 
called Melanin Molecules. We'll be listening to that a bit later on. In the meantime, enjoy the ride. Catch you later on. Shake that thing back again. You know the biz. Now let me see ya. Shake that sh. It's big O and Godfather. Let me see ya. Pop it harder. Get on up and break it down. Shake that booty to the sound. Body to the beat, clap your hands, now stomp your feet, do whatever you wanna do, you wanna get freaky, yeah that's cool too, it's electro, with get old techno, hit the dance floor, and go for what you know, now like I said before, it's almost time to go, you wanna get your freak on, hurry up let's go.
you think because sometimes getting some distance from what you do makes it kind of makes it better when you come back to it because you have time to things sink in and re you reflect exactly exactly did you find, yeah you found mm -hmm. that? Okay. Yeah. well yeah because in those gaps you know i had mentorships i i remember coming home from doing a three-year prison stand in 2013 and you know um i kind of was just like you know, I came on, found on my old laptop, and one of the first people that reached out to me was uh, my, my mentor, my great friend, rest in peace, Mike Huckabee. You oh, know, man. and he would call with his his, his his little sick fucking human, yeah, yeah, motherfucker, you ready to get to working? You know, and I'm like, uh, you know, <laughs> and he would do shit, because he had like different sponsorships with native, native instruments and shit, you know, gave mm -hmm. me my first uh, external hard, I mean, uh, 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 external keyboard to kind of, mm -hmm. Wow. You know, he would, he would do shit like that and give me the means and the tools and mm. then sit back because yeah, yeah. he saw the little kid that came to the record store digging and would just sit up there under him and Rick Wade. I, I fell in love with making music, not not releasing music, the process, mm. learning the fundamentals, synthesis, mm. you know, how to mix, engineer. I became a student of that. Even now, I have more music then I probably will ever release just because mm. now I'm in the point to where I release based on how I feel. There's no mm. body over my head pushing me. It's like I put out shit when I want to and how, according to how I feel, you know. When you made this, I know we keep using this word transition, but I think obviously it kind mm. of is. is it, did you feel like you were taking a risk? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I had a couple people like, why? Why mm. wouldn't you? You know, you fucking DJ Omega. I mean, you know, uh, why wouldn't you capitalize off of that? Well, if I do that, they're going to be anticipating something. They're mm. going to be, yeah. they, they already have an expectation like a of what it's going to be. Right. And, and this shit that I made or the shit that I want to release, mm. I feel personally is broader than that. You know yeah. what I mean? And, sure. and, for sure. I just rather took the chance of a, a rebirth, if you will, all all together, like yeah. like a snake, like shedding that skin, shedding that expectation. Mm -hmm. Because now, under that new banner, and and still doing, you know, techno, electro, deep house, no one has no preconceived notions on me. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I broke those chains, and yeah. now I'm electronically free because, mm. you know. A motherfucker in any genre has to now listen to that track because we don't know. You know, I fuck with Electro. This might be Electro. He does Electro sometimes. Mm. And then mm. fall in yeah. love with something else because mm. he just stumbled up on this techno track or this this house track. Mm. And, you yeah. know, so it's, yeah. it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's being able to be an artist in which no one has no expectation. I don't have no boundaries. Mm. My hand's not tough. To, I'm not following suit. I'm not riding away. Every mm. fucking body your mama's doing electro now, you know, with uh, everybody. You know, and it's cool. I'm, I'm glad that the thing seems fine, but when you've been in it as long as I have, you know, I tell people all the time, it's kind of like, I feel like, you know, like a, a Marvel hero in Eternal because I think <laughs> this electronic music universe died and rebirthed itself. I've seen techno go out of style two, three times and come back. I've seen Dub, bro. I've seen Dub Crack. We've seen House. Come on, we've seen House. So, you yeah, see yeah. that you know, it's like energy, you know. In physics, no energy ever dies; it just transforms from one state to the next. Mm -hmm. So you see these waves, 
You know, everything I put out, I want the consumer to know that, you know, there was thought put into this. Again, Will Simpson was wanting to give those, wanting to reinvent myself, wanting to yeah. say, you know, not to point out names. I see a lot of times that a lot of older producers tend to ride waves of current mm -hmm. genres, current themes to what I call uh, the vampire theory of fighting fresh new life to stay alive, stay relevant. You know what I mean? And I like that. If I, <laughs> I love that. I love that, man. Yeah, that's I can know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's like it's like no, you know, no disregard, but it's like when again when you carry that burden, that crown, that heavy crown of being viewed as someone that's a pioneer or something, I feel like I'm supposed to be innovators. Mm. Um, mm. We're making futuristic music. You know, I'm I'm okay with one, no one not knowing my shit or playing my shit because 10, 15 years later, that shit here we discover how we discovered Kraftwerk and, and exactly. Wines. You know, they were making music for the future. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's one of the keys of longevity. I think while a lot of this stuff still techno and electronic music itself in Detroit, or mm -hmm. Detroit's concern is that we were already making music that was yeah. ahead of its time. So you have to let civilization sometimes catch up <laughs> or yeah, backtrack, yeah. you know? Checking in live from Detroit, and you're listening to Base Agenda.
Tech is like baby pictures. You know how everybody got those baby pictures? Oh, look at this. You're like, come on, mom, put that up. You're all naked in the <laughs> I love it. I, I'm proud of it. But it's like, I have so much more to to, yeah. to, to give now. Again, wanting to shed that skin, wanting to shed um, mm. um, preconceived notions of uh, expectations of what one, oh, that's DJ Omega, you know, that's, I figure, you know, because there was a lot of gaps in my uh, career because, you know, even mm-hmm. though I was an artist, I was still, uh, you know, a Detroit youth. You know, I used to get all the type of young, dumb trouble and silly shit and legal mm-hmm. problems. So there's, there's, if you look at my discography, it's like, okay, you know, shake that thing, 97, you know, okay, now he doesn't get with Godfather again until three years later. Okay, now mm-hmm. he doesn't do dark scripture stuff to her. So there's, you know. I wondered and, about um, that. I wondered about that. I get, I assumed yeah. that life just, just kind of got in the way, you know. Just, yeah, just life just got in the way, you know. You, 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 you rule. Yeah, you, you you lose, you know, um, focus, if you will, mm. on, on on certain things, and you get distracted. You know, mm. the music I'm putting out now is something that I want to feel proud of. Something that you know, as you as you see, I want a person to listen to it and get yeah. some type of emotional. Mm. You a person can look and say, "This shit is minimalistic. It's it's not." The, it's, it's not, you know, the most, uh, 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 goddamn, um, oh my God. It's not the most musically inclined, you know, you don't hear professional skills and chords going on, but it's the raw. I know you haven't chosen that track and I keep going back to it, but it's just what, it just really has blown me away, man. I can't, yeah. I can't get over yeah. just how much, but that, <laughs> that, that, it really has the beginning of the end. That, the, um, I think it's the fact that it's so, it's just, to me, it's just like you're talking to me. Yes. There's no, yes. it's no yes. shiny shit on top of it. It's not yeah. covered in glitter. It's right. It's just, you are talking straight forward. Yeah, uh, simple drum, the melodic chord that just keeps you know, and the whole message, you know, release, let go, take control yeah. for your mind, your body, and your soul. Mm. The end is near. We're running out of time. Yeah. Free your mind. You know, that's yeah. the old cliche Juan Atkins of that was the message. For yeah. your mind, you know. Um, so that was again. Even when I was doing ghetto tech, you know, a lot of times I would present tracks as a young artist to you know uh, Brian and God. Like, yeah, that's nice, but he kind of you know stick to what you're doing, stick to what you're known for, stick to you know stick. To, so it was kind of like play it safe, and it was just like it was just like well, okay, you know. So you listen to mm-hmm. a lot of my later ghetto tech releases, you see like. He's trying to do something else. You know, he's trying to break mm-hmm. away because it became too easy just to come on, bitch, shake that ass, shake that ass, shake that. And so, you know, it's like so much more to say, you know. You get get more layered as you go on. I think you can hear that in some of the, it, you know, there's, there's exactly. More- I feel like for it to be such a gap in so many hiatuses in my career, what's the purpose of me coming back to give the people something they already had? Release the goal to control free your mind. Your body and your soul, the end is near, we're running out of time. Free your mind, free your mind in your soul. Release, let go, take control. The end is almost here, we're running out of time, have no fear.
Government sitting high, telling lies to your vision, controlling you with fear, propaganda terrorism, why fight for the deceit, believe none of what you hear, free your mind in your soul, the end is almost here. When you day, I mean, what you've done with that sample is amazing, man. Thank you, really, thank you. Really, uh, serious, seriously amazing. And that's another fucking goosebump one for me. That's, uh, thank you. Yeah, thank man. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, did, that, did that take you long to do? Because you've not just dropped the sample in and left. You, you've had to do a lot of work with that, I think, too. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. That song, man, means so much to me uh, on my whole rebirth, you know, hence it's a new day. Um, that song is another song that sat around for years. That song actually mm. was a song that I had to put out because I was told to put it out by Mike Huckabee. That song oh, wow. uh, was a submission that mm. Mike forced me to do. Mike was doing these My Life with the Wave mix shows. Mm. And the mix shows consisted of producers and artists that strictly made he's made the songs using his My Life with the Wave sample mm. packs, right, you know? Right, 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 And me just jokingly as a little young punk, man, I'm still trying to get my legs up producer-wise. Mm. You know, I, I used to submit all kind of shit to, you know, uh, Mike, <laughs> you know, shoot my shit down. You know, Mike, anybody know Mike? Mike's real shrewd, you know, but that was science officer spot, but again right. being fortunate enough to have that relationship from a kid at the record store and we fast forward and now everyone's involved to their god ship you know where they're at now i always mm-hmm. had that yeah. he always had a check up on me because this kid got something in here. so long story short that song that was a submission that i did with him and i sent it to him i'm just like i know you're gonna shoot this bitch down he's like yeah six those drums in there and, and send that back to me i'm like what's up kid Really? He's like, yeah, you, you did this? You know, and um, mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he he did it. And if you listen to the beginning of the song, there's an intro to where that's Mike Huckabee introducing it from the actual drop that he did in the mix ah, show. I did wonder. I did wonder. Yeah. That, wow. that, that's the actual mix show. And I just took that, took that oh, as man. a homage because that was a burden for me that I felt I had to fulfill because when he said that at that time, that's how he felt. When he quoted and said, you know, and you know, he's about the best, he's been making the best music that, you know, housewives mm. in the city. That was from Mike Huckabee and that, that that's what he saw in me. That's amazing, you know? man. Like, I didn't and, realize that. And, yeah, and I felt like I had to put that out and live yeah. that out. I, at first I felt weird about it because I didn't want people to look at it like I'm trying to get some attention off of or someone's name that's gone or something, but I tell people sound like that's what he said. I didn't ask for him to do that. Yeah. He put that on that's how he felt. He wanted that to be heard, or he wouldn't have put it on the fucking mixtape. So my yeah. thing was connect the dots to people as a thing of saying, hey, here's what who thinks is me. Mm. So mm. that's that's what I gotta live Plus up to. You're kinda, you're kinda completing the circle in a way there, aren't you? Exactly. 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 You know, yeah. for for her for him and Rick way to that's amazing you know I bought my first few pieces of vinyl from those guys you know right and my DJ you know this yeah, is yeah. you know like 13 14 kid middle school uh, and to see them grow 
you know, from yep, their, yep. their record label and to, to and, and again, to come 360 and to get accepted. You don't know if you're a big Star Wars buff, but it kind of felt like at the end of the remake of uh, uh, Return, uh, Return of the Jedi, where at the end, all the fucking Force Ghosts is sitting there, you got Obi-Wan and Yoda, you know? So I felt yeah, like yeah. now, I'm Another like one, Force yeah. Ghost with the legends now, you know? I've, I've, because I've always was that ghetto tech kid looking for approval from my upperclassmen producers yeah, yeah. who just thought like my music was cute. It was kind of like, you know, you the can't senior, bring a senior Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the senior yeah. Jedi. <laughs> the council, you know, I was arrogant. I felt betrayed by the council because I felt like, you know, I should be at the table and they just kind of like, uh, you'll get it, you know, because, you know, I would bring ghetto tech tracks to, to Rick and Hunt just to listen to and they would kind of like laugh at them like they're cute like you know like how your kids bring you a little color picture like oh, oh honey look at that snipe that's the doggy's head and, yeah. you know oh that's a nice snare and that's what it felt like <laughs> but it was like yeah. then they'll turn back around and put on some hard ass now listen to this and drop yeah. some hard unknown Norm Tally shit from you know and fuck my whole psyche up I'm like damn that's you know, I remember uh, Rick Wade used to get my attention by uh, taking house records. When I, he'd see me walking the record time, see me coming, he'd take a house record, put that motherfucker on 45. And because it was on 45, back in my ghetto, take, what the fuck is that? You know, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, that was, he's like, no, nah, that's the shit I'm talking about. He said, he's like, he tell me like, you ain't you ain't ready for this yet. You you, you ain't old enough. It's like, yeah, yeah. like it was um, exclusive shit that a kid couldn't have. So again, cool. to fast forward in my career, and to make music that's accepted by those guys, yeah, that that yeah, that 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 track is the, is a touch. Eight hundred. Well, well, well. Isn't it? Freestyle. They say love is blinding. Lost that work. We land back home in Detroit with a debut house offering from Will Simpson. Will Simpson is from the ghetto tech scene in Detroit, but he shadowed the house scene behind Rick Wade and myself since day one. And this I can tell you about him. His tracks are sounding better than most of the tracks I'm hearing coming out these days.
take you right back to the beginning, like when you were growing up, how did music come into your life? What was and what sort of music was was coming into your life back then? Um, when I was coming up, my first, um, it was a lot of, you know, I grew up in a third generation black Catholic family. My grandmother played mm -hmm. uh, church and piano. My auntie sung and world-renowned gospel singer for uh, years. So I, I grew up around music. Um, I remember mm -hmm. cool. in, in the late mid-80s, you know, I would go to my grandmother's house and my older cousins would be over there. And, you know, they had the big radio boom box. And I remember every weekend and every night, it was like a ritual thing to where they all get around radio and say, hey, the winter's coming on or, or Mojo's coming on. And I remember being a kid, terrified of Mojo. You know, because as a kid, you tend to take shit literal. So, you know, when Mojo came on, he used to have these big theatrical, scary-ass sounding, yeah. you know, Mojo voice, do not turn to turn your radio. <laughs> this is your radio talking to you. So as a little kid, you know, wigging out. I'm like, you know, you take shit literal as a kid. You know, like, I don't like that Mojo guy coming on. I remember, remember that, being a young kid. And I remember he would do shit like tell people to honk your horn you know, turn off your porch light. And I would see this shit actually happen because everybody's in the neighborhoods listening to Mojo. So I was like, the world is? That was my first earliest memories of Mojo. But then I remember the music, electronic music and all of that shit. Um, that was my first introduction to it. From that point on, back in those days, again, that was the main go-to was, you know, electronic dance music, you know, whether it be from, you know, all that early Metroplex shit to whether the Miami bass and influence came into it. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that whole unknown DJ, Cali, Electro, Bob, all of those things were a big milk pot. And being in Detroit, period, music has always just been something, you know, somebody always had an auntie or uncle that was in the cover band. Or, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? My, my fucking, you know, uncle had a cover band and you know some of his mates became like some pioneers of punk uh, uh you know they have a documentary out a band called death you know and they were saying like these guys were like pioneers of yeah, punk yeah, yeah. and they was right. banging out my fucking uncle's bass you know so downstairs right. i would hear that's that cool. type of music going on. My grandma was playing piano, and then my cousins upstairs listened to the Wizards. So it was this whole mm. mashup of punk, hard, gospel chords, and then this yeah, teacher yeah. shit just playing on. So you know, I always had that key thing. Um, started DJing, mm. you know. So uh, you had that kind of melt that melting pot thing that you said about exactly. it. Exactly. Already happening under one roof, at, you know where you were where you were coming up. Exactly, yeah. Each floor wow. was something going on. Like I say, oh. my uncle's cover band in the basement. They're they're mm -hmm. playing the top whatever shit that was going on in the eighties. Funk. Mm -hmm. They they're trying to be cranks and shit, you know, downstairs with yeah. the hairdo and all of that. And then my grandma <laughs> for a church rehearsal, and then I go upstairs with my older cousins, and they're out there listening to jam on it. And yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Planet Rock and shit, you know, being ran by the wizard. But it's being played different. Being played on 45. It, I mean, not, why is it so bad? Why so, you know, this, that, and the other? You know, it was always, Detroit always has a way of taking something and putting their own off on it to make it different, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
Listen to me, what we do here, it's fucking essential. It's like oxygen. The world's dying of a thousand heart attacks. We heal them up. It's a goddamn public service what we do. It's not, that's, not, that's the only reason to make music. Music, 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 music. Flash is a track that's probably haunted me. You know, you know, you got tracks that haunt you. You know, mm. uh, mean so far as that track's been done, that track's easily three, four years old. Mm. You know what I mean? And mm. I would sit up and listen to that sample and, and, and this whole concept and idea. And I would always come back to it. And it was like, you know, until I release it, that's why I say my tracks, until I release my tracks, they continue to haunt me. So that was a passion piece that, mm. you know, um, no matter who I played it for, it resonated a certain way. And then it's, it's, it's not a religious thing or a spiritual thing. It's a, it's a vibration thing. Um, mm. Early church, you know, um, by, you know, uh, African-American slaves at that time, you know, wasn't, high, wasn't allowed to enter churches. So they would hold their own little church and their own little sermon. And if you notice, there's nothing in that song that plays to a particular uh, denomination but nice. you get a vibe out of self-love, love yourself, you know? Mm. It's an awful thing because they don't love your flesh. Who is they? He opposes anyone, you know? Mm. And, you know? So so it was a lot behind that track, you know, that 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 the minute you hear it, you instantaneously think of church. And, and church mm. itself builds up, you know, uh, 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 energy or feeling an individual to where like, mm. A person doesn't hear a track, they feel that track. You listen to that track, you feel that track. At least for me. And again, at the end of the day, it's mm -hmm. putting out stuff that felt good to me. Yeah, I don't yeah. really know how 
the consumer was going to take it didn't really but it was relieving to put it out and then for mm. the few that to get it and to say yeah yeah that 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 was you know because you break the person's expectations you know yeah, now yeah. they come back and they, they you know here's something like melanin molecules and it's like it's the same fucking pack you know mm. but if you listen yes. good enough you'll hear, you'll hear the production nuances mm. but it's that like, all it, it goes back to i think to that kind of like authenticity do you know what I mean? like if you put out the yeah. same thing over and over again to me that yeah. that's that suggests you're maybe just going through the motions whereas mm. if you put something out like that, that that's mm. like that's like there's something personal about the decision you've made to put that out it's like you've got yes. you've yes. got some skin in the game kind of thing it's not exactly. just a, it's not just a product exactly uh, here in this place we are flesh Flesh that we laugh, dance is barefoot in the grass. Love your flesh, love it hard. Yonder, they do not love our flesh. Oh, 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 oh,
So let's switch to something completely different then, man, because you've chosen hay there. Man, that's oh. a smooth, it almost had me blushing, man, listen to me. <laughs> it, 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 it done its job because it was a naughty little... It is. So, you know, at that time, that was on, that was during my ghetto set era. So even then, you see me trying to do shit that was different, mm-hmm. you know, than what was like, I, I wrote that, I performed that, you know, I crooned that, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and that was just a fun time, man. I just wanted to do something sexy. The reason why I put it on there, because that is one of my personal favorites. I, I, you know, cleaning up the studio sometimes, you know, you got your personal jams, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's, I still play that. I'm a fan of that. That's one of my, yeah. you know, favorite. And then at the time, you know, um, it's time stamped because it was a love song to a love poem to one, one of my little, you know, my lady. Well, yeah. I was going to say to you, did you have somebody in mind that you were kind of speaking to? I think, it, I guess you did. Yes, that's the better half. You know, that was that was. That's and and honestly, that song might have been like me trying to get out of some shit or something. I did. And, hey, baby, I mean the song just about you. you know, but, <laughs> yeah, I might have been in the fucking doghouse or yeah, you yeah. know crazy DJ like shit that went on back in my younger days. So it was is either do that track or go to find a florist kind of Exactly <laughs> like you know what you been oh, no baby I didn't do anything. I've been here all day. I made a track. This about you listen. You know and yeah. <laughs> I love that man. Right, yeah.
up your thing, shake that thing, shake that thing. Get up and shake that thing, shake that thing, shake that thing. Get up and shake your thing, shake that thing, shake that thing. Get up and shake that thing, shake that thing, shake that thing. Get up and shake your thing, shake that thing, shake that thing. Get up and shake that thing, shake that thing, shake that thing. Get up and shake your thing, shake that thing, shake that thing. Get up and shake that thing, shake that thing, shake that thing. Get up and shake your thing, shake that thing, shake that thing. Get up and shake that thing. What's up, y'all? This is Paris the Blackpool of the Detroit Grand Poobahs, and you're listening to Bass Agenda.
and then my name is the Lord. I mean, obviously, you know, right. that's that sample right. is just fucking amazing. But man, I love the way you work to it. It's really cool. I will buy that if I wasn't really. You know, if I, if I heard that, like, oh shit, yeah, you sampled that. And, and then to use, to, to create atmosphere, that was my time again of me trying to break the mold of yeah. the ghetto tech shit and trying to give people substance. Like, right. like damn, this shit is dark. Like, he gave that shit some mm. thought, you know, yeah, not, yeah. not to take the sample and overuse it, but to create mm. an atmosphere or feeling, you know, mm. screen stuff. So again, that's one of my personal favorites, just on the fact that, mm. you know, that's my go-to songs when I listen to in my personal time. The path of the Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill 
shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. So were you did you were you a DJ before you started making your own music? Because that's, how, um, that's yes, the route yes. most people go that way, don't they? Yes. Um I did the whole um my mother friend uh had a son who was a DJ and she used to go out on the weekends and we would go over there and spend a night and have fun with him. And he had a turntable set up and it was like from the first time touching vinyl and him showing me the whole beat match thing and it, I fell in love with it like how a kid falls in love with a puzzle mm. it was just like I want to learn how to transition and then what I found out the music and the records I'm like okay damn, this music you know comes from a certain place I fell in love with that whole thing going to the, the record store every week to get records um eventually I got good enough to where uh, a friend's mother had Friend, my mother's friend had a friend that DJ at the local skate rink okay. by our neighborhood, and it was like a little kitty session on Saturdays that he told me, "Hey, you know, they want to try to come get some practice, and you can come up to the rink." And I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" You know, he just happened mm -hmm. to go see my little records and my little setup in my room. He was like, "Oh, you DJ?" So I went mm -hmm. up there and um, um, was a natural for it. Build up, I guess you said, was my first little residency. Um, during that time, it was a local promoter that threw mm -hmm. um, parties up there by the name of Shia P. Williams that would throw like these big exclusive mm -hmm. uh, parties and whatnot. And mm -hmm. at that time, Shia P. Williams also was a, a radio and TV personality on mm -hmm. a little uh, public access channel, Video right. Go-Go, where he was kind of like doing like little local uh, uh, videos and commentary mm -hmm. and interviews and whatnot. So okay. by him coming to the skate rink all the time, uh, I became like uh, Miss Lil Brody because I was the IT DJ at that time. You right. know, so right. it was only natural for him. He would give me like flyers. Hey man, you in high school, you know, pass these flyers out to your mm -hmm. friends and you know, I'll let you in. And you know, I already had the mixtape plug at school and selling mixtapes because I was right. a DJ guy, you know? So right. it was right. like, uh, he started mm -hmm. releasing, um, he had a group by the name of Play School. Okay. Uh, Play School was doing like uh, our take uh, of uh, Miami Bass, which was pretty much the origins of uh, Ghetto Tech. You yeah, know, yeah, you got a short list of uh, artists from Detroit in the early, mid, late 80s, I guess you say early, not late nine, early 90s, whenever that was popping, that, uh, mm -hmm. you know, this was when Luke and Miami and everybody was all doing that type of thing, where Detroit would do our little take on it, except we would sample the music in which was known to us natively, which was naturally, right. you know, uh, 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 Model 500, Cybertron, mm -hmm. Yeah. All of those guys. So, you know, that's where you got that whole ghetto tech thing from. Because it was, mm. again, our take on yeah. other stuff that we was trying to trying to do. And whatnot. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so through Shine, being his role and sitting up under him and going to play school studio sessions, you know, it was a particular day in which uh, they didn't show up. And it was just like four hour studio block. Mind you, mm. when I first started producing, I had no formal skill sets on producing or playing. I was just a young kid that always had an ear for music from working at the skate rink. 
you know, mm-hmm. the most I did with anything back in the day, you know, DJs had what, like a four track. Right, right. You know, uh, so, you know, DJs make like four track mixtapes mm-hmm. and whatnot. And, uh, you know, you, you know, again, that whole early stage of minimalistic, taking little to, mm-hmm. you know, I take a loop from this and a loop from that. But mm-hmm. other than that, it was all idea. Like early, my earlier releases with database, uh, Brian, uh, DJ Godfather and mm-hmm. Julian, uh, DJ Nasty, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much with my, my uh, engineers, composers. I would just really, they would just really sit right there with the MPC, load me up some drums. I tell them, I like this one, load the yeah, pads, yeah, yeah. and they would punch me in and move out the way, and I'll just, you know, hammer it out until I got it right. And okay, well, now I need to, you know, so they kind of really held my hand into the earliest stages of production. I didn't really start doing production by myself until around the time I released uh, Spellbound.
you know, doing ghetto tech taught us that whole mindset of, of, of taking little and learning how to do a lot with a little, making do with little. Well, this uh, is something, yeah, this is something people have said to me before, and I, I, I was going to ask you about it because it seems to be, I'm not, I'm not saying it's unique to Detroit, but it, seem, it seems really a real kind of big part of the Detroit thing is... Mm-hmm. You know, you may you may have begun with not having a lot to work with, but that mm-hmm. actually forced you to be more creative and think exactly. more outside the box. You, you, exactly. weren't, you weren't spoiled with a massive fucking toy box to play with. Exactly. But you made you know, up some good stories with the couple of toys you had, kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that's that. I, you know, I, I think I don't think that's just unique to Detroit. I think that's no. unique to struggle, calamity, mm. poverty. Um, you know, when you came up, we were taught, you know, to make do with what we had and to to be happy with what what we got and to, you know, mm-hmm. learn how to be to stretch and, and do. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandmother, you know, would feed, you know, a family of ten, you know, five dollars and they knew how to go get certain foods and the vegetables and cut and stretch. So that same thing is just something that's keen wherever there's poverty in the world. Mm-hmm. And there's poverty everywhere. You'll find people making do with little anywhere you go you know Mm. in the world you know where people so you know Mm. that that whole thing you know like now i I see people with these huge studios and it's it's cute and all it's it's nice but that shit would actually hinder me because i would get the adhd in studio it'd be too much shit for me to you know i need like a couple pieces of gear a couple because i'm like you know how the fuck do you do with all of this you get all of this so making do with minimalist minimalistic approach to music and and, and that's an art in itself because I, I tell people all the time it's like like when we have the debates with the ghetto tech shit it's like you talk your shit about ghetto tech but you turn on the radio that genre of music dominates it dominates the clubs it dominates mm-hmm. you, you you techno cats and electro cats in the day y'all in some fucking bunker somewhere in the underground yeah. somewhere in your own little world but ghetto mm-hmm. tech or or that style of that way of playing music was the base of Detroit. I put it to you like this. Uh, everyone doesn't know fucking uh, Alleys of Your Mind. Everyone knows Ass and Tickets. It's crazy, man. I was watching uh, a, 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 sit- a sitcom over here, mm-hmm. uh, British thing, and it's about guys who work in a uh, like a rent- rental office, housing office, Okay. And they're having a they're having like an open day thing where customers come in to meet them and blah blah blah. And they they, they accidentally put on ass and titty. Oh wow! <laughs> and, it, and it's and and I was like, oh my god, this is fucking. I mean, obviously they've done it because of the because of the right. impact. It's like, oh shit! Right. But it was right. so. But you know, I I heard. I don't know if this is true. You you may have heard this too. But I believe DJ Assault was cancelled from playing. Uh, you know, there's that thing in Berlin called the whore, H-O-R. It's like okay, a bathroom. Okay. It's, a, it's a bathroom. Yeah. And people, they have yeah. DJs in there. Uh, apparently he was cancelled. And there, oh, there was, and I understand it's down to the language and, and you know, all the, the shit he's known yeah. for for fucking years. His reputation supersedes him, you know. Oh, I, I, I'll say that, that to be to be good, but, you know, yeah. Uh, the, whole, the, whole, the whole point of that is that like uh, a lot of people don't know that th- there's a whole chapter that's missing out of that whole Detroit Belleville breed and that whole story. 
Mm. They forgot what happened when that music hit the urban area, mm. the, the the ghetto, and how it was perceived. Um, right. Still to this day, I say all the time that uh, there's a music illiteracy in urban Detroit. You know, I don't know if you heard it, the tale of two different cities. Um, mm. From outside looking in, there's you see this Detroit year with the festivals and everyone's happy and everyone cool and kicking. Uh, not so much. Um, yeah. You know, because my neck of the woods where I came from, when electronic music got to us, we had no clue of what it was, what it was called, mm. where it came from, who, you know, we were naive to it, but it's mm. now adapted as our native dance, our native drum, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, they can tell you how the song sounds, but they couldn't tell you who they made it. They can't tell you what type of genre music it is. They just react to certain type of music. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's 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 instinctive, you know, in Detroit. Mm-hmm. You put on you put on something 125 and up, whether it be house, whether it be somebody's gonna start jitting. Someone's gonna mm-hmm. start doing it's it's almost instinctive. You know, it's like yeah, a yeah. channel from genetic code based yeah. in us. So when you go, and, and I say that to say like uh, over in Europe and over there, like the consumer mm. is way more educated on the music, the artists, where this mm. music comes from, the, you know what I mean? In I've Detroit, it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. In, in Detroit, it's like, huh, what? Now you have this other Detroit now, because the underground has lights and cameras in it now. You know, so, so, you know, so I, I say that, there's a lot to that when I say that, because it's like now, it's like someone came in and put bright cameras into our underground scene. So yeah. now our heroes and our DJs are more accessible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than they were. Um, and I mean, a friend of mine had a debate of, is that good, is that bad? Because, you know, I'll say this, I know a lot of big names that, you know, play out. And mm. it's like, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, uh, okay, yeah, it's cool to play home, but you're not winning unless you're playing out. You're, you, mm. you know what yeah, I mean? I see. And, and, and Detroit, Detroit is hard, first of all, because it's like, you got a, a small area with a, a, a fucking million talented people. Mm. Artist, you know, it's, it's you can't be good. You have to be good or and have an it thing. If you're not mm. established, if you mm. didn't come from the first or second wave, or you didn't get yeah, granddad yeah. grandfathered in, is you know because you got a lot of people in the scene now that's more so rep than yeah, what yeah. they did. You know, it's mm. like yeah, cool. You know, oh he's from oh he's from that era. Okay, so we put them king and put a fucking crown on it here, and it's just like you know. You go ask someone where I'm from, what's their top t- DJs, it's going to be a completely different list than mm-hmm. what uh, fucking resident advisor is pushing or what. You know, it's like it's like an altered reality. It's like when I get a lot of friends that come over during festival time, you know, they think that, you know, it's like Detroit is this magical fucking place where cosmic cars are flying everywhere around the fucking street. You know what I mean? And, and it is for a certain time at certain place. And it's gotten better now. You got a lot of more clubs doing more events mm. now open up dedicated to electronic dance music. And mm. it's cool to see your favorite DJ, you know, but 
I remember when that shit wasn't so frequent.
is a powerful bargaining chip. Mm. When you can put mm. that on your flyer, when a promoter can put it on their flyer, yeah, when yeah. an artist can put it on their bio, it, it, it's, it's, you know, it's like being Muslim and being in Mecca, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's from Detroit. Now in Detroit, that individual may not be, may be a fucking nobody, you know, yeah, yeah. at the very worst or, or just making his rounds, but you know, it's, okay. it, it hits differently overseas when motherfuckers say, you know, from Detroit, live from mm. Detroit, or all the way from, it's, oh, really? It, it'll mm. give you, now, that doesn't make you better. That It just gives a motherfucker, oh, hmm. yeah. check this out. Say this fucker's from Detroit. What he, what mm, does yeah. he have? You know, and to this get day. Curiosity, get the curiosity going. Yeah. Well, well, that's because still to this day, for music innovation in the next scene, Detroit is still looked up, looked for mm. what's next, what's going. The bar was still is still creatively set to what's mm. going on in Detroit. Not to say that there's not other scenes that's thriving, you know, you know, sure. and, and and again, that's the weird thing. For Detroit to have so much influence on the world, mm. Mm. in Detroit, not so much. You know, it's a lot of poli- it's, it's politics now in Detroit to be a resident at a it club you have you know a hundred good djs fighting for the little uh uh spots at the little local clubs and yeah. whatnot and and it's all a shit show to where you know everyone's getting in front of the music now it's and, and i get it though you know because it's this it's the whole social media this whole new programming of content and you know it's, it's streaming very and, com- it's highly yeah. competitive now isn't it people are competing <laughs> in a way that they never used to have to do. Right, and right. And it's yeah. not all about the quality of the music. That's the, that's the not, thing. That's the yeah, thing that's strange, I think. Well, um, it's disheartening, yeah. you know, it's disheartening to to some individuals who grind it out for years. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then such and such come through with a good A&R team and some good people behind them and their careers catapulted into the spotlight mm. and no one can go to the books to see their or you know kind of like how La Costa Nostra has the books. Are you from the what dues did you pay? Back in back yeah. in the day, mm-hmm. there wasn't no social media. There wasn't any way to sell and show your DJ set or the screen. In mm-hmm. order for people to know about you, you had to be good enough for people to want to come see you. Yeah, yeah. And also would come tell others. Everything was word of mouth, and word of mouth yeah. was having to experience. Mm-hmm. You know, now a, a kid can go in the studio, man, and, and pull up some loops and put a fucking yeah. track on SoundCloud and put a dance in a TikTok video, and that shit's viral. Fuckers name. Yeah, and, and you're over here in the lab going through full, full fucking music composition trying to get this core battery down <laughs> for a track. <laughs> you know, it is like, am I doing something wrong here? Um, I tell people all the time. Um, it's crazy. If, if it's money, if it's notoriety, that you're seeking by doing music, especially by doing being a Detroit electronic artist, don't mm-hmm. do it because mm-hmm. it won't it won't come fast enough. You you have to love this shit in order mm-hmm. to endure mm-hmm. what you go through to make it possible.
hear haters lying on they dick. Cock blocking punks. Front for a bitch. If the bitch wanna fuck me, then let me do my thing. Just step the fuck back and let me fuck this bitch. Let me bang. Let me bang. Let me bang. Let me bang. This track is for them tricks, fucking all them hoes. Find them bitches left and belly, belly clothes. Keep your money in your pocket and let me do my thing. Step the fuck back and let me fuck this bitch. Let me bang. Let me bang. Let me bang. Let me bang. chosen some influences and we've kind of touched on them i obviously with dj dion passing um yeah. and you've chosen let me bang i'd be interesting to know what that track kind of meant to you and, and how it fits into the the journey because I, I remember the time of hearing that track and when i heard that track i was just a dj you know mm-hmm. and, and hearing that track and saying i want to be like that i want to do that right i want to make a track like that I want to vocally, that's, that started my whole vocal thing of me wanting to write and do vocals and, right, you right. know, have 
Stewart voice. You know, I was already a fan of like Luke and all of that, but mm. when Dion did it and how Dion did it, it resonated with me because I can hear the raw streetness of it. You mm. know, them being from Chicago, remember I tell you them parallel universes of also, you know, yeah, yeah. I always look to, you know, Dion your funk for inspiration when it came to mm. vocals. You know, you listen to some of that old Dion funk vocals and Dion some Dion you know, got some shit, man, that's just classic that you know, you know, like, like oh my God. You know, and and even like you said, you know, when I had the opportunity to talk to him years ago about it, you know, uh, he was like, he was just fucking around at the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, wasn't no thought out shit. This wasn't no you know, chop some shit up and you know, mm. that was that. How you how you actually guy for influence, you know, says, you know, suck it before I fuck it. You gotta get it stiff and hard before I stuff it. Like, the fuck? Like, bro, fuck are you on? Like that's some thick, nasty, entertaining shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I heard let me bang and it that was it from there. I was like, yeah, I'm about to go get me a microphone because he just showed me that I can't rap over this electronic shit that I like. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it doesn't have to be a, a Miami bass sound and electro mm-hmm. sound and I can get a fofo, you know what I mean? On yeah, some yeah. house type shit and raw and do that. So that that's what sparked that whole thought. From that from that day on, I say, I'm going to do vocals. How do you do? I'm, I'm, I'm going to chat with you about getting friendly with music. Only you can decide that a piece of music is more than something for today. It endures. Music you want to hear. It's that rare quality which pleases when one first hears and pleases more and more as one grows familiar with it. The only difference between this and some other listening time spent with purely pop recordings is that you could listen to this oftener. And right here, and right here, I'd like to mention the gentleman who has done so much to help me get friendly with music. Me and thousands and thousands of other people. Right right here, let's listen to what I mean. Yeah. 
Hey, you're listening to Base Agenda. I'm Sean Ruderman. Listen to the show. It's good. Quality people. Release my soul. I lost control. Release my soul. I've lost control. vinyl is that the record stores the shop talk mm. the, the the interacting with yeah. other DJs, the the hearing the being the, the fly on the wall and listening to who's who and the what what's you know I, I miss that part of it because there's something that we lose it's a community it's a community know. thing isn't it I think yes yeah. yes yeah. exactly it's accessibility you know um mm. Mm. When I when I when I discovered Drexie, mm. I was like in a fucking wormhole for a month. I, I could not believe that all along this shit's been here. This shit is from here. What the yeah, fuck yeah. They're they talking about fucking slaves that fucking evolved and like that whole mythos was like. So not only is this shit music because I'm a big sci-fi buff, big you know anime like, buff. So that shit was right up my alley to say. So wait, that's a fact. Like. You know, but that, 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 but again, that shit wasn't obtainable like that. It was kind of like a in the know type of thing. You had to be in that secret society of the underground. So yeah. I kind of like the fact of being unknown. I, I'm, I'm glad mm. to find that little kid that's digging on SoundCloud all fucking night. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And knowing that because no one really is hip, that when I run this shit, it's what the fuck is that, mate? What is, you know, you know, that whole, as opposed to, oh, that's just Joe Blow. We all, everyone knows that, you know, I don't want to be. It makes me think of that EP that um, Detroit Infected a few years ago, you know, the men you'll never see. Yes. You know, it's that that, that kind of thing. And that's, uh, which is the op- which is the total opposite of the mainstream, isn't it? Because the mainstream is about being seen. It's about. Yes. Got to have a face. You got to have. Yeah. You got to yeah. spend yeah. five hundred dollars on your fucking hair. You got to. <laughs> right. And that's so so not me.
Crawford track was the one I was just going to quickly ask you about finally what is it about that one that grabbed you man um again um when we say what's next or what's cutting edge or what's hot or mm-hmm. what's what's on your palate oh that that motherfucker burns that that motherfucker burns and, and then you know um again layers and 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 I'm always a fan of uh layers and what I mean by layers like songs having an emotional layer or giving an emotional reaction behind it because you know you can listen to the production and see that time went into it. You can see that you know tear went into it. And, and I'm a mire of, of fine things. That's like that's some good age cognac right there baby. That's, yeah, that's craft. You know yes craft and, and it's, it's 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 tailor made you know then I'm just a fan of a lot of the stuff that uh Steve Crawford uh, you know, I had the pleasure to chat with him a couple times, man. Super guy, man. Good guy, man. Uh, mm. It's like the closest thing we got to Batman, you know. It's like by day, he's like a kick-ass defense attorney, man. You know, for the people, right? you know. Yeah, right. And then, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Then by night, he's like this kick-ass DJ producer, man. So that's another cat that I admire and I look up to, man. Musically, that's, that's Clark Kent Superman yeah. stuff, isn't it? Yes, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kick ass, yeah. Kick ass, fight for the fight for the job. You know, how can you not admire that? You know, that's then amazing. you know, then to make shit like that at night, you know, that's, yeah. yeah, that's, that's dope for fun to me. You know. <laughs>
gorgeous track here from Steve Crawford, Fear of Failure. Love and thanks out to him for sharing it with me and Will so we could do the show and include that. One more track coming up, which is Will Simpson's latest release, Melanin Molecules. Fantastic track. Already heard it in a few sets out there. After that, we're going to slip into the promo box, check out what's going on with other artists in Detroit and beyond. I guess people would use the kind of Afrofuturism kind of that whole field, yeah, you know, it, it, yeah. It, it, it's science, it's, it's, it's fact, it's, it's true. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and to and to use that as a way to kind of fix that one disease that I spoke to you, I think a lot of the issues with the popular with the popularity of electronic dance music in the urban area is mm. fixed by presenting images of of us in that light. Mm. You know, um, mm. the youth youth. Mm. don't associate with things in which they don't see themselves in. Yeah. You know, and, and the scariest thing that scares me is that techno is sound, electronic dance music is sound with the elders. Everyone mm. 40, 45 plus gets it, knows this shit coming from. But mm. what's scary is that the youth is yeah. not the thing with the youth. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and uh, a culture or is only as strong as its youngest, you know, youngest youngest kid you know yeah. that's, that's yeah. your future so my the whole thing the heritage thing is getting right. lost mm. yeah so so you know it's not so much of a color issue it's just a it's a it's a love letter to my culture to my people to say that this is for us this is from us embrace this because the world loves this be proud of this this is yours and once they know that this oh this is oh this is ours you know, I ain't gonna do the whole, oh, we created rock and roll, and we all know those facts, we all know that. But here's my thing, is just to kind of let the youth and children know that, you know, this is our native trunk. You know, you do like technique, you do like electric. Did you know, you know, to introduce, well, that there, that's what that is, you know, and yeah. they only will embrace it. And once you, once you put out that imagery, you know, and that music and that, that vibe, you know, um, you know, um, that shows ownership and they, they'll adapt to that. Melanin is a versatile molecule. molecule. Not only is it responsible for giving us our UV blocking complexion, over the past decades, researchers have focused on what might be melanin's most promising talent yet discovered. Yet discovered. The ability Melanin molecules can shuffle electrons and surrounding ions end to end. Melanin molecules. Melanin molecules. Melanin molecules. Melanin molecules. Melanin molecules can shuffle electrons and surrounding ions end to end. Melanin molecules. i 
is, is there much else in the future you can talk about that you've got planned or is it kind of um, early days it's on, it's on the board you know <laughs> it's on the calendar <laughs> Uh, if, if I if I mix down that drum, start bullshitting, if I, you know, compose that one little sequence, yeah, possibly. <laughs> but um, I tell you this much, I will I will continue to release music, you know, uh, and and I'm I'm actually trying to get myself in rhythm and kind of put out more stuff, but no one can ever be critique my shit harder than I can, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, because, um, you know, I'll sit there and hold something up because the snare is off. There's probably nothing wrong with the fucking snare. I just, mm. you know, my tracks are like children. You know, mm. you, you love them, you create them, but sometimes you feel leery about sharing them with the world because you wonder or you hope that no one will mistreat them or do them, you know, wrong. Or, mm. or, or you, you get what I'm saying? Just like your kids, they're your bad. Yeah, you love yeah. them all. Some, some succeed more than others. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some become absolute fucking failures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've all but got a part of you. They've all got yeah. a part of you. Uh, yeah. And you love, and you love them all. You love them all, but you do have your oh. favorites, metaphorically speaking, man. But yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I, that, that, that's about that right there, man. This has been great, man. I really appreciate your time. I appreciate everything, man. Thank you, right, man. Have, have a good day, man. <laughs> and, uh, appreciate it. Peace and love. You too, man. Take care. Peace. Have a good day.
Hello? Are we on the air? Is my mic working? One, two, one, two, one, two. I am 313. I am the butcher. I am Sean Tate. And you are listening to Base Agenda.
getting into the promo box now. A couple of really cool tracks there. Brand new stuff coming out in December, I believe, on vinyl. On Remember Why You Started, Sean Tate's label, of course. Uh, Base Agenda exclusive for you there as well, I believe. Uh, first track after Melanin Molecules by Will Simpson was Devices with Curious Rover. Following that, Jack with Never Ender. And then into an absolute blazer from David Miser called Spacewalk. Staying in the Detroit zone though with Terence Dixon's hard remix of that. And the track we're sitting on top of right now is from a fantastic compilation, highly recommended. Called Electro Unity Volume 2. That track was Borsec and is called Needlessly. I'll play another one from that in a bit, but if you want to check that out, I recommend you just download it and trust me on that one. Just head over to diodes.bandcamp.com. Huge compilation, 30 artists on there, real varied stuff from all over the world. This is Oliver Way and you're listening to Bass Agenda.
DJ and you are listening to Base Agenda. 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 
know how the game serves us. To the end of the show after uh, Borsec needlessly we got into Freddy Fresh a track called Dusted 
then into another track from that Electro Unity Volume 2 compilation I mentioned earlier. That was SAIG, S-A-I-G-G, track called Perfect Result. Really cool vocal sample on that one. Then into something new on Pyramid Transmissions. That was Info Siphon with How The Game Serves Us. Track we're sitting on top of right now. It's going to close the show out. Something fairly new from Canvax. Track called Dika Mist. Really cool stuff, really cool EP. Make sure you check that one out. Thanks for listening. Huge love and thanks out again to Will Simpson, aka DJ Omega, for taking part in the show. Thanks to you guys for listening. As always, the show will be up first over the weekend on patreon.com slash bassagenda, complete with full track list and a bonus voice-free mixed version of the show too. I'll be back at the end of this month with another episode for you. Really excited about this one. Electro, The Next Generation, Episode 2, looking at some of the up-and-coming electro talent in the scene in association with the Droid and Cyber Domain. Going to be a cool one. Have a good weekend. Thanks for listening. Cheers.